Hello, everyone, and welcome to C-View Quantum Network. I'm your presenter, Daniel, and I'm here with producer Claudia Pareco. It's time for Light and Energy with your host, psychic medium Ed. Ed Carlton is an empath, a healer, a psychic, and a medium. We are about to connect with spirit through angels and spirit guides. We all have situations in life that happen that may throw us off balance. Spirit wants to help. That is where Psychic Medium Ed comes in. He has extensive research, training, classes, and seminars through many places, including his certification at Delphi University. Just tune in, live or on demand, and share, share, share. Want to jump the long list of callers and get your call today? For only $11, we take your call. Simply submit your payment at www.paypal.me slash p-u-r-e-c-o slash 11 and message Claudia Pareco on Facebook or in our chat room and let her know you have submitted your payment along with the number you're calling from. Though Ed has given thousands of readings over the years, he is still amazed every day of his life that the information comes to him with such exceptional clarity and that his readings are filled with defining, personal details connected to existing or upcoming situations, events, or people for the client. Join Light and Energy with your host, Ed Carlton, the last Friday of each month at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. For mentorship or private readings, please contact Ed directly at www.psychicmediumed.com. Tune in Mondays and Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time to C-View and listen to all our shows. For more information, visit cview1111.net and look on their monthly shows. Now, think of your question and get ready to get clarity and empowerment to make better life choices and understand the energies working around you. Thank you, Danny, and welcome everybody to see you. And today we have Light and Energy with Psychic Medium Ed and special guest of the day, Dr. Lauren Cielo. We are so excited to have these powerful psychic medium teachers and what's more today. Today, August 30th. We are, going, we are in a new moon energy, and the energy uh, is in the sign of Virgo, and it's the perfect time to start a new project. Welcome in new inspiration and to open to changing aspects of our life that have become outworn or overplayed. Mars is the strongest energy that surrounds this Virgo new moon. And Mars represents the sacred masculine, and it's all about action, energy, motivation, and getting things done. So are you done with whatever you're waiting for to, for your life to start or to get better or to begin a project? Today is the day. Set your intentions, and you are in the right place for advice. Please, when you have your question today, we have had a, a request for specific questions. Make your question as specific as you can so you can get the most out of it. Of course, if you want just a general reading, it's fine. Our guests can do anything that you want. But now let's bring Ed. And when I bring Ed, he's going to present his guest and talk tons about him. So, hey, Ed, how are you? And hey, Lauren, Hi. how are you? Hi, Claudia. How are you? Hi, Claudia. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello, guys. We're, we're, we're very honored to be here and to have um, uh, one of my favorite people and special guest, Dr. Lauren Cielo, um, here. So, um, thank you, Lauren, for being here. 
Um, oh, my pleasure. Before I introduce you um, and talk a little bit, we're going to talk a little bit what Claudia just said about um, Mars being very strong, dominant energy. And we go from the Leo energy, which is very bold, to Virgo, which is very humble and very much a peace giver. So anxiety is running really high this time of um, uh, in the past couple weeks because of the simple fact that you have almost two different energies within you that are um, almost at a conflict. So you have the humble Virgo and the action Mars. So a lot of anxiety is being pulled. So um, I always start this way just to remind you to be kind to yourself. Um, a lot of the stuff that we have, we have to take ownership and be very self-aware of. However, some things are out of our grasp. It's just how we can handle it. So thank you for bringing that up, Claudia. So now, <laughs> so now, welcome, Lauren. How are you? I'm doing good. It's so great to be here, Ed and Claudia. Thank you so much. So just to talk a little bit about Lauren and let us all get to know Lauren a little bit better. Um, I've known Lauren for, gosh, two years, huh? Um, (laughs) we do an annual retreat to the Tucson gem show where we have a lot of fun, um, where there's miles and miles of crystals. So the vibration is really high and a couple hours around those crystals, we're both just completely exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's, then it's off to the the jacuzzi at the resort, right? (laughs) That's that's right. (laughs) It it, it is. (laughs) So Lauren is a um, professional psychic in um, the California area, but does it everywhere. You can call in to Lauren and Lauren can tune in everywhere. Lauren has a very unique style of um, reading, which I absolutely love. Before I knew Lauren personally, I had a couple of readings with Lauren, a friend of ours, Crystal um, Heinemann, um, which is Crystal Sunshine um, psychic services introduced us and she gifted me a birthday gift of a half hour reading with you. And you started to describe, um, the metaphoric rose. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. So people understand what the metaphoric rose, but I remember you, um, you wowed me within the first couple of minutes because you said, well, your rose is orange and orange is um, bold and always going. And I just thought, wow, that was really incredible. So, um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about you, Lauren, and your reading style? Yeah, well, thank you so much for all that, Ed. Um, so I was an engineer, and I, well, looking back, I was an engineer Monday through Friday and what I call a spiritual seeker on Saturday and Sunday. So I, I knew I wasn't really an engineer, that wasn't the path of my heart, but I you know, wasn't psychic. I didn't, you know, I'd love to be psychic, but I wasn't. It's how I felt. Um, I was 44. I'm 57 at the time of this recording, but at 44, I saw a flyer in Whole Foods Market down here in San Diego for a psychic institute. And I don't know, just on a whim, I decided to go to their open house and ended up spending two years there being trained. And even I, I stayed there and taught for um I one semester I taught one uh, advanced class and then I started Golden Rose uh, Psychic Services here in San Diego. So the technique that I'm trained in really comes from the Berkeley Psychic Institute, although I've never been there. Um, the gal that started the institute here was a graduate from up there. So um, I like it because it's it's linear. I know that sounds funny that a psychic technique that's actually linear, but it fits my engineer mindset where you do step one, step two, step three, and then you get the information um, that you're looking for. And, you know, I was thinking a little bit about the experience of reading, like when you said, oh yeah, you read for me and, you know, you said this and you said that. You know, from this side of the reading, I just do the same thing over and over and over. I I just have a process that I do. basically, like you were mentioning, the metaphoric rose, um, 
it's a backdrop for energy to be displayed. A lot of the things I look at, it's so silly when I say it, but um, like if I want to see somebody's body chakras and aura, I think of a coloring book page, and there's a gingerbread cookie. And the gingerbread cookie has seven gumdrops that run down the midline of the body that represent the chakras. And then the layers of the aura are drawn around it. And that's the backdrop I look at. When somebody starts asking a question, that coloring book page starts to light up with color and images. And that's, that's how I do it. It's just the most silly, most ridiculously easy thing. But it is... Like I said, sometimes I'll be reading for somebody, and they're just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you, you knew that. And, no, I'm just reading the coloring book page. <laughs> and then other times maybe they're like, well, that didn't help me at all, Lauren. I'm like, well, I'm just reading the coloring book page. So it, it's it's not rocket science. Let's put it that way, Ed. <laughs> but I love the way that you explain it because I teach my students very similar. We pull out colored pencils, and we, we have a, um, a piece of paper that's – Literally, we start coloring chakras and stuff like that when we see it and the auras. So I think it's, it's very similar. But I like that um, I'm, I can be very analytical, too, when it comes to my readings because I always like to almost fact-check things. And so you doing that step-by-step process knows that you're hitting all, almost all the bullet points, so to speak. So it does make it very um, – makes it more accurate than – than, you know, I, I think most people. So I think that's why people really enjoy you. Plus, you have a, a great personality. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, I think one of the things that's happening to me when I'm reading is I, I'm both sides of my brain are very active. So somebody will ask a question, and I'll start to get information. And um, once I've communicated that information, there's this other little voice in my head that says, well, how could that possibly help them? Right, so then I start to go, okay, well, and I feel what that might be, Ed, is grounding the information into the earth plane. Like sometimes I'll say, well, if I would have heard that in a reading, I might think A, B, or C. You know, like I I try to – and I think I know why I do that, Ed, because when I was really suffering in my life and I would go to a psychic, a lot of the stuff they said to me I I just couldn't use. It didn't help me. (laughs) So Yeah. You, you definitely have to bring it to this earth plane because that's why most people have come to um, psychics because they want clarity on something spiritual. And we have to be that, you know, pun included, um, that medium, you know, so that we, we can actually help them um, with their everyday situations. Now, Lauren, you do a lot of extracurricular activities, so to speak. Um, you have your own podcast. And you are, you have, of course, you've mentioned the university. So why don't you tell us a little bit about um, the podcast that you work with? Yeah, so you mentioned Crystal already, our very good friend. Um, Crystal's a former student of mine, and she did something that nobody's ever done before, ever. Um, I teach a a beginning six-month program, an advanced five-month clairvoyant program, and then another five-month teacher's program. And Crystal took all of them at once. Um, I don't know how she did it, but she flew right through them, and we got to be really good friends. She she helped assist one of my six-month classes. And then after all that was over, we kind of realized that we weren't going to get to talk much, you know. So we thought, well, what should we do together? And we thought, well, let's do a podcast. So we came up with a format, and it's it's called Metaphysical Q&A. And you can get there by going to metaphysicalqa.com. And um, it's a podcast where we um, field the audience's questions. And this is very much grounding the information into the earth plane. That's what Metaphysical Q&A is all about. Um, at, at, at Golden Rose Psychic Services and then Crystal at Crystal Sunshine Psychic Services, we do psychic readings and we teach people to do psychic readings. But that's a very small part of the population. So Metaphysical Q&A is kind of a bridge um, to bring metaphysical information into your life so that you can use it 
so people ask us questions, everything from daily dilemmas to cosmic curiosities is how we bill it on our website. And Crystal and I answer the question from with you know, metaphysical terms so that you can understand. And then we also read you personally on that topic if, you, if your question makes it into the show. So if you guys have metaphysical questions that you'd like to get answered, pop over there to metaphysicalqna.com and you can submit your questions and watch the podcast. I think you'll really like it. <laughs> yeah, and it's getting a lot of notoriety. Yeah, yeah, we're we're doing really well. Um, we uh, the first season, I think it was 15 episodes, and we shot that pretty quick. Um, we turned all that around pretty quick, and then we decided for season two that we'd bring in experts. And of course, you know that because you were one of our experts. <laughs> so if you want to see Ed <laughs> pop over there, um, and then season three finally will um, the podcast will go on uh, on the road. So if you like the podcast and you'd like to invite us to your city or town, we, um, as we get into the third season, we'll be reaching out and making those connections. Wonderful. And it was – you mentioned it actually um, – you've been on Gaia TV um, a couple times, and you mentioned it on there. So I think it's really helped um, people relate and connect with it as well on a, on a global um, yeah, so. yeah, Guy has been very, uh, very nice to me. Um, th- how that all started was um, I got invited to do George Norrie's Coast to Coast AM radio back in 2012. And um, I already had a spot booked, and I got a call on December 20th. And they said, look, we had a cancellation, and we need you to come on tonight. Can you do it? And I said, Sure. So I was on Coast to Coast AM radio on December 20th, 2012, and that show goes over past midnight. So literally, it was uh, (laughs) the end of the Mayan calendar. So there were so many people tuned in. My website got 100,000 hits and didn't crash, which I was really surprised. My little home-built little GoDaddy website hung in there. And then that was right when George was – starting his Beyond Belief over at Gaia, so they invited me over to that. I've been on his show twice, and then with Regina Meredith um, on her show one time, yeah. So they're really nice. They're, um, they're over there, you know, in Colorado. The, the campus is beautiful. It's just gorgeous. Wonderful. So if you want to know more about Lauren, um, how do our readers or our listeners um, get in touch with you? Yeah, um, my platform here, if you want a reading or want to learn to read, is goldenrosepsychic.com. My personal website, where you'll see all the shows I've done, like you were mentioning, or I was mentioning, um, is laurencielo.com. And then again, if you're interested in um, the podcast, go over, jump over there to metaphysicalqa.com. Yeah. That's a lot of dot com. <laughs> I can barely do one. <laughs> so, are you ready, Lauren? Yeah, let's read. All right. Okay. My favorite part. Yeah, mine too. You know, people are excited. It's like I can feel like, please, please stop. So, uh, so we're gonna start with um, this color. This color is from Mexico. So she's Nuri, and her cold please keeps uh, falling down. So let's bring her in before she runs out of time or whatever. So, Nuri, you're in the show. I am here. Um, I'm. I want to know. I have been feeling weird because I'm Virgo. And suddenly, I don't like my life. I don't like the people. I don't like to be with the people. I don't like to, I don't like anything in my life. I know I have to work in my spiritual way. I like that part of my life, but I know that I have to do it by myself. So I don't know how to start. And I want your help. Okay. Um, Actually, if you don't mind, Lauren, I'm going to start with this one, okay? Sure, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, so um, this is actually very common, and I did something very similar. This is what you call a spiritual awakening. And if you have not heard of that, you should definitely Google it. It's where you're 
your mundane life, the human life actually starts to fall apart. And people, uh, because you are going into more of a spiritual, your light has turned on and activated. And so the people, you're starting to see things in a different way. You're not starting, you're starting you know, resonate with people, it's going to be a a lot different. And it is a hard thing to go through. Spiritual awakening sounds absolutely beautiful, but it's probably the one of the hardest things that I know myself. Um, It's almost like I say spiritual spirit is giving you a call um, of service for you to start really um, stop focusing so much on the human aspect of you and start going more on the spiritual aspect so um, the only reason that things start to click or feel really good is your spiritual um, knowledge or your learning of spirituality. It's because that's what you're going to start to resonate with. It's happening all over the world. You know, the energies have been extremely powerful the past couple of years. And powerful is sometimes very difficult. But what it does is that you start to hold more light. And things just start to fall apart. You know, the things that you thought were very important in your life, you realize they're they're not so important. So I would recommend very strongly creating what, what I call a spiritual practice. And that make it something that you really enjoy, something to change the energy, journaling, meditation, uh, exercise or, or yoga, anything that helps Um, get you into the spiritual or even reading spiritual books because then that will start to help the transition you're going to start and this sounds funny but you start to feel like am I going crazy Um, you're absolutely not going crazy you're going the opposite you're getting more in touch with your own soul so I've been there (laughs) and I understand how difficult it is so Hang in there, and there are some wonderful resources out there. So I would really get involved with your um, community online and even see if there's anything locally that you can actually find your spiritual tribe. It definitely helps. Lauren, do you have anything to add? Yes, I do. Thank you. I didn't know if it was my turn. Okay, well, thank you so much for calling in, honey. And I, I know your frustration, too. Thank you so much. So. I'm reading you as a healer, and you're sick of it. You're sick and tired of trying to raise other people's vibration, and you've already started to make the change. I'll tell you, it looks to me that your foundation that you're trying to shift in your life is changing from healing others to healing yourself, and you've just started. I saw it right away that you're starting to um, I see light blue as a self-healing color, so that's what you're starting to pull in. It's very similar to Ed. I had to smile the whole time he was talking, of course. That's how. That's why it's fun to read with other psychics. But what I got, um, I, when I look at you and say, how could we help you? You know, w- w- show me some images that would help. I see you attempting to, to, to spiritually connect, just like Ed said. And what I... I really don't know what the word spiritual means, but and I grapple with it a lot when I read, but this is what I think it means in a practical sense, that while you're in body, while you're incarnate, that you in some way are connected to your guides and angels, that in some way you are connected to your higher self, your soul, and to the highest energy, the supreme being, while like, you consciously know that while you're in, in body. And so that's what the image I saw you. you, you you're you attempting to connect, and I thought it was so funny when Ed said, you're getting to know your soul. I'm like, that's exactly who's trying to communicate with you now. Now, as far as the spiritual practice, I got exactly what Ed got, but I want to soften it even more for you. I got that if you could find one thing to do each day that you absolutely love and make that spiritual instead of creating something in your life that is quote-unquote spiritual. And we hear this, uh, gratitudes are the easiest, right? You're always going to make a cup of tea or coffee every day, so why not make that a spiritual experience? Ask your higher self to infuse the beverage with you know, more information about yourself, a feeling that you're welcome in this world, that there's a plan that your higher self is creating for you. Infuse that into your tea or your coffee, and then take it into me. I say, I take this into me to 
become closer to my higher self. So for me, when we start talking spiritual practice, I start thinking the D word, discipline. So add it into the things um, that you're already doing, and just one little thing a day will start to build that foundation, and that's what you're doing. Think of your the energy under your feet as a light blue brick, and every time you do that little self-blessing, bring that coffee into your mouth and say that, that there's one more little light blue brick under your feet. But yes, I don't think you want to heal others right now. Now's your time. Yeah, I completely agree. And Lauren, you're absolutely right. Spirituality should be fun. And if it's not fun for you, you know, then chances are you're not going to keep up with it. So have fun. And so one thing I've noticed in a lot of people is really um, they work so hard and they forget that fun and happiness is really one of the keys to enlightenment. Thank you, guys. And, I hope this was uh, helpful. Yeah, and I heard, again, the connection dropped. But um, one thing that I, I wanted just to add in, in for her and for many people like her and for us and for me is, like, when you speak spirituality and you're looking to have your life around that, many times you turn around and you see, well, you don't have money. You don't have a job. You don't have all of the and like um, things that are supposed not to be spiritually. So, what do you do at at that point? You know, there are so many things. You know, uh, there's a saying: God gives us all the resources that we need. Um, go for a nice walk and make sure you are not just walking to exercise. Make sure you're um, enjoying the view. You know, whether it is the green grass. You know, meditation is free, nice hot baths. There are so many things that are free because spirituality can be expensive, um, but your daily practice doesn't need to be. Not at all. It's all free. Thank you. I'd like to – can I come in on that too, Claudia? Sure. Of course. You know, I think at times (laughs) what we might try to do is we might try to – circumvent um the first chakra really right um we are four things right we're body we're mind we're emotions and we're spirit so you gotta start at the bottom of the pyramid right you really have to take care of food shelter clothing before you start to move up so um i absolutely agree that um, homo sapiens need to take care of food shelter clothing before they even consider spirituality and if you and if you don't start at the bottom. Like, for example, let's say that your spiritual practice is going to be fasting. Well, you know you can only fast so long and still be on the earth, right? You have to start at the bottom of the pyramid. But I also want to say this about the first chakra. In a lot of my clients, the first chakra is a liar. It's a scaredy-pants liar. So mm-hmm. let's say a client's going to move just across town, right, just – picking up their stuff and moving it across their city or town and I'm looking at their first chakra and when they talk about their move it's lighting up as if food shelter and clothing are not going to happen as if the body is going to die the first chakra is that scaredy cat so I recently did a I don't know it was a telesummit on manifestation and I just had to kind of off to the side say in no other life have I had so much stuff Oh, my gosh, I just can't – I think I'm more interested in manifesting experiences than things anymore. So it is kind of a catch-22. You have to support the bottom of the pyramid before you get up to the upper chakras that are spiritual, but also that first chakra might lie to you at times. That is so true. Okay, so thank you for that. Now let's continue. We have Karen, and here she is. Hello. Um, Hi, my Karen. question. Hey, um, my question has to do with my recent alignment and passion and total focus on my healing business. I've uh, been in healing for 20 years, and I've, I've you know, done many other things um, of passion um, and and whatnot. But my 
my question relates to, I have all these, it's almost like I'm, I don't know where to start. Like I'm, I feel like the images, I'm in a circle and I, I have so many ideas, right? I'm, I'm focusing on people and I want to focus on pets because that's where I align and they're healing. I want to focus on building or lands and, and, and of course, all the, the healing that goes around it and like whether it's like you said, manifesting, helping people manifest. I have all these ideas and I have a marketing background and I've always been able to pull it together for other people, but <laughs> there is a block for me with that and it's just oh, all gosh. swirling. So if you can help me too. I'm focus, giggling I because really I, know, I know exactly how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> You want to like go I said, Give me I somebody else. Lesson. I can help them. Give me me and I can't. <laughs> uh, I only use one website. You, you heard what, how many Lauren used. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go ahead? Take this one? Okay, go I'll go first. Um, so first I want to say something practical. As one over-pregnant business owner to the other, that's why I call them pregnancies, and I've got several that I'm, <laughs> I'm carrying right now, Um I do this very practical thing every week, and I call it my weekly roundup. And so what I do is I write down on a piece of paper about 15 things in my life, and it includes my business, my personal life, my health, my finances, all of it, right, my cats, you know, everything. And then I go to my favorite deck of cards, which is right now John Holland's Psychic Tarot. I love that deck. And what I do is I ask my guides and angels to help me pull a card for each of those 15 parts of my life for that week. And then I write down on my piece of paper what, you know, what the thing is, like let's say it's my finances. So I put finances on there and then I pull the card and I write down on the piece of paper what card I pulled. Now after I pull my top you know, those 15, I set the rest of the deck to the side. And then Karen, I pick up the cards that I pulled and I start shuffling them. And I tell my guides, I'm like, look, I can only handle five, right? I can only (laughs) handle five things on the stove. So you guys handle all the other ones. Now I want you to show me in order, what are my top priorities? And then I just randomly start putting the cards down. I I write what order they are on the pad and then I circle Mm -hmm. the top five and those are the ones I work on. And I have really gotten traction that way. Um, Like things, this is what I think. I think some of the things I'm trying to create are best if they work on them in any one given week. Sometimes I think they give me the things that are almost done. Like, you know, if if really if it's a stove, they start to give me the things that are, you know, about to boil over and they're, they're working on the next recipes in the background. So that might be one way without really reading you, but just to give you some practical way to gauge your workflow and, and strike when the iron's hot. So uh, I hope that helps. Yeah, it's a tool. Um, Thank you. Yes, definitely can do that. So, so I'm going to add um, to this. Um, I, I I do different reading style than Lauren, and I see these as actual puzzle pieces. And each one of these are um, very root chakra, like um, you know, Dr. Lauren said earlier with the other person. But these are all root chakra, and what you're doing is you're helping them manifest a for lack of better words, secure life. So you want to help them with the home. You want to help them with their own spirituality. You want to help them with their own, uh, with their animals. Why do you feel like you have to pick and choose? Why can't you create one thing that is all encompassing? Great question. And I, and that is my, I do believe that I, I, I'm doing all of them, but as my market previous marketing mind is okay, pick a niche first, right. And do them, like mainly because I have a plan in place and I do want to be focused on one first, almost like a test mark. I hate to say test market, but sort of. Nope. And I, yep, so I'm juggling these. Everything in your life has, has been for a reason. So you test market, you know, just like uh, Lauren was an engineer. So we use it for our own spirituality. I just see this as making this like a spiritual home, you know, and so you have all of these things. You go in almost like a, for lack of better words, a spiritual life coach. You don't just help them in one Mm -hmm. section. Mm -hmm. You help them in all of this, you know, um, clearing of the energy. So I think you need, like you said, just that one, um, that one good brand name 
Um, try mm-hmm. and use your lingo. <laughs> One good <laughs> brand name that you stay with them, you know, through their their own change. Okay. Can I double down on that? Can I double dip, please? Go ahead. <laughs> so, Karen. No, no. Um, yeah, Karen, um, one of the things I do when I'm trying to create something, there for a while I would look out at the people that were paying attention to me and, and to my platforms, and I would think, mm-hmm. what do they need, right? And I would try to create that, and it never sold, meaning that it, they didn't find it beneficial, so then I switched and I started to say, okay, then, when I'm sitting down to create new offerings, I'm going to ask everyone that my higher self has signed a contract with to present something to them, to teach them, to heal them or whatever. And so I, right when I'm sitting down to, to work on it, I'll say, okay, I'm here. I'm ready to write curriculum or create products or services. What mm. do you want? And so you might think of it as, you're being pulled in the direction that all of these people who are going to use your services, it's already contracted on the astral. It's already going to happen. So have them pull you where they want you. That's one thing. And I do it all the time. It works really well. And the other thing is when I was looking at your offerings, I did energetically peek at them. This is the engineer in me. I feel that you can pull back and look at how things fit together so, you know, when I hear myself say that, what comes to my mind is, um, okay, this is marketing here. Here we go. So there's a need that needs to be addressed. So you're creating an offering that fulfills that need. And then there's another one over here. So if you pull back, you're going to see like maybe five or six different categories. And so what I feel that you do is you build a solution, like, you know, maybe one's physical, mental. I don't know what they are. You will, though, when you look back at all the fun mm-hmm. things you want to provide for them. So see the big overview, the categories, and then start just like they do with a, um, a software product, right? They're going to have basic features that they're going to have before they release, although they have a lot more they want to add on. So get your basic features in each category or division and just provide an offering. You can build Build them out later, and some of them will crossbreed. But does that make sense to you? Have you been doing that? I, I actually just I have a piece of paper here with that on it, so I, I have been doing that. Um, okay. I just haven't, haven't gotten it yet. Obviously, gotten the answer yet, but I'm not okay. Perfect, perfect. Got my so, toe in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we'll I'll send uh, my guides to to help you get that clarity. Hey, let me see where it is. Hey, really quick. Okay, it's mostly still on the astral. So, but I do see your first chakra coming together. Like Ed said, that's so funny. Um, so <laughs> I do think that you know, it's. I'll say this: the majority of it isn't in your energy field yet. It's not bits and pieces that you can find inside of you. They're still coming from the you know the other side, if we could say it that way. So you know what I would do? Uh-huh. Make it really easy. Every night when I go to sleep, I tell. My guides, look, I want you to take me to the astral, the part of me that goes to the astral, and I want to figure mm-hmm. all this out. I want to bring the information back. And then also, while I'm gone, I want you to work on my body so that when I get back with the information, it's mm-hmm. really easy to find it in my body once I wake up. Okay. Yeah. I do. Yeah. That makes Don't sense because I do by. feel like it's out of reach. Like, I know it, but it I, is. it's frustrating because <laughs> I'm like, I know it, but it's just, ah, that connection right there. It's just like, it's so just, interesting. Well, that ought to validate it for you that you that you do know what you're yeah. doing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good luck, Thank and I'm going to send my guys because we need you. We need your good stuff. Oh, I yeah, appreciate I'm that, sure, Karen. Yeah. I'm very excited too. I think we're both very excited Yay. for your adventure. So, you know, we Yay, and I like how you said spiritual home because that really resonated with me. Um, so, thank you. I'm going to noodle on that too. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> thank you for calling. Thank you, Karen. Thank you very much. And, yes, she's great. So whenever she's set, you have to look for her. Okay, so now let's go to New Jersey, and let's bring Jessica. Oh, no, no, no. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. I had someone else in mind. But let's bring Jessica to the show from New Jersey. I'm sorry. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) No, no, it's okay. I didn't mean it to sound like I don't want you. I, it's awful, but I'm sorry. It's, it's the moon. 
Hi, Jessica. Hi. How can we help Hi. you today? Um, curious what you pick up. I I started doing work on horses, healing work on horses, and I was promoting it a lot online and. Um, a lot of people were interested in the work. This is the same thing with like I do work on dogs also. And I'm a psychic, so I share psychic readings also. But yeah. um, a lot of people were interested. A lot of people are interested. And what happens is when I share information, a lot of information comes through about the person on how to transform their life because that's my specialty, helping people um, shift their life and upgrade their life. And I was having a lot of comments with people saying, no, I just want the reading for my horse or I just want the reading for my dog. And so I had to do some like uh, redo my marketing on how I'm presenting it. And I think that I found my footing. <laughs> well, <laughs> continued. But, um, and also I think I was attracting a lot of people who just like just wanted a psychic reading rather than were interested in healing because the, the work that I do is very deep healing work. So I had to kind of clear that up, too, that people were interested in self-growth and spirituality, like deeper stuff. So I'm wondering if you're picking up anything related to that. Um, I mean, I don't want to make myself feel bad. I keep, like, giving myself compliments of, like, hey, this is part of it. Everything's, like, you know, shifts and always are going to be, like, changing. But um, I guess I'm just – it's it's funny when um, – I was brought on and, and it was like, oh, don't take any offense to what, what she said. Oh, I guess we have whatever, because that's what I've been working on. Just like not getting offended yeah. with, oh, people just want a reading. They don't want to do this. You know, like it's, um, you know, a lot of people then saying no to my work. <laughs> so just curious what you're picking up. Um, you know, I keep saying, yes, there are people who want my work. There are people who want the healing work with their horses and, related to their life, not just their horses. So, Jessica, um, I think yeah. this is common. I know this is common for me, um, for most, a lot of psychics. We have um, people who want to stay in the uh, the human aspect, and they want, and then there are some that want to come in spiritually so they can learn and grow and heal. So we have to wear both shoes, and, and so... I wouldn't alter your um, – me personally, I wouldn't alter the way you are doing it. Um, just find out what they want because sometimes we have to stay in the, what uh, Lauren says, the earth plane, and they just want to know what's wrong with their horse and what they can do. And they, and they want, you know, in this in – this, in the U.S., they want the, they want the magic pill that will make it all just much better that quick. And so, um, and then there are the ones that want to really work on themselves and heal and grow. So I, I, the reason I said that is I do think it is very common for, um, uh, people who are psychics to have both. Um, it's just how we read them, you know, or how you even, um, talk to them. Um, but I wouldn't, it, it feels really good. What you do is it feels really good. So I wouldn't change too much. Um, just almost, for lack of better words, your perspective on how you are reading them. Well, I think you might be picking up on the new way that I'm presenting it because I, I, I think I stopped introducing myself so much as a psychic medium and more as a healer. But I understand what you're saying. I guess in my head it was sort of, I think the, the comments that I was getting, well, first off, I wanted to present it for what it really is because sometimes a dog or a horse has maybe 10 minutes of information to share and the session is like 40, 50 minutes. So they automatically switch it to what their human wants to know. So I, that would I be one would honestly, of it. I would, yeah. I would brand yourself as an intuitive healer, not just a healer. Yes, I do that. Yes, you're right. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, and also I think from my perspective, it was just, I think uh, uh, people were, I guess, I, I know that, I know some psychics charge a lot of money, but I think I was justifying it in my head of like, um, I can charge my rate 
for, you know, they're expecting a, a much lower rate when it's just like, oh, okay, your dog needs to drink more water or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I think it's rebranding. I think I think you're unpacking your services, my friend. <clears throat> what I <clears throat> excuse me, right when I focused my awareness on you, I was pulled right into your third chakra. So in in the technique I use, career information is in the third because you know we compete <laughs> for for money here in the United States. So so what I think's happened is I think your healing your contract that you're offering um, people and pets it's changed. Yeah, and your third chakra here on Earth is trying to make the the shifts to it. So that's why you're kind of uncomfortable, you know, with your power, I guess. Like how you said, you you know, the way that you were introduced is another sign of what's going on with you is perfect. Oh, my gosh, I, I started laughing when you said that. It was great. And that you see that. That's what's so wonderful. But this is the deal. Um, really, your higher self, I'm just going to say it. Pets are easier. They, they will respond quicker to uh, both in the communication that you're giving and receiving and in the shifts that, you know, the healings that you offer them. So I think all you have to do is unpack your services and make sure that they're very clear on your website. One thing that I've done, um, because I do have such a weird style, I mean, I really do. If, you know, people aren't used to, you know, hearing the things I say that you know, I try to put a video on my website to make it very clear. And they even before they book, they have to – it's right there. It says, watch this video before you book. Now that doesn't mean they all do it. But on my side, then I just feel, well, you know – if you if I've written all this and put these videos up and yet you still booked and this isn't what you want, well, this is what your higher self wanted and this is what you're going to get. Or you know, and and I'll say this, Ed's probably and you know have this too. When I'm reading somebody and they totally discount everything that I said, one of the things I realize is that they're just not in touch with their higher self because that's. The other, besides looking, getting information in their body chakras and aura, that's the other main source that I'm going to is their soul. So if their soul tells me A, B, C, and I tell them, and they're like, nah, it's X, Y, Z, I'm like, oh, no wonder you're in pain. Yeah, no wonder, because your higher self says A, B, C, but you think it's X, Y, Z. So I'll tell you what I've tried to do, my friend. I wrote down here on earth what I think my contract to heal and teach is, like what those people are signing on the astral, and I I sit in a meditation and try to align my energy field to that contract. Like I think the very first thing on there is I'm the voice that can be heard. So even if all of your friends have told you the same thing over and over and over, when I tell it to you in a reading, you're like, oh my God, I get it. And there's stuff about my pricing, the number of students I get. Um, I'll be happy to send it to you if you want to copy it. Just email me at info at goldenrosepsychic.com. And I change it. You know, something happens in this part of my life that I don't like. I'll add it to this big document. It's pinned over there by my altar. And then a little bit of my meditation time each day is spent to shift Lauren here on earth to match that contract and so far I'll tell you why I started because somebody bounced a check to me and I was like oh no 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 that can't happen so my guide told me why don't you write down what you think you're offering these people and then change it as you know you see what's going on in this part of your life and sit to match it sit sit in meditation to match it and things have gotten a lot easier uh, as far as me aligning with my clients and them aligning with me yeah Thank you. That's that's a very good tool, Lauren. So, yeah. and thank you, Jessica, for your question. So now let's go to California and bring Michelle to the show. Hello. Hi. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Well, um, I think I'm just looking for <laughs> clairvoyance at this point. I, I um. I, it's mostly with respect to work. Um, I'm trying to um, get out of my current job and find a new job. It could be anywhere in the country. And uh, I just want, you know, you want to improve your life, right? And these jobs, a lot of times, uh, they just don't, uh, some, you never know what you're going to get when you walk in the door, you sometimes you think you know exactly and you don't, sometimes you're, you're vague, but you think that that's okay. Um, 
I just want that really good job. And there's one <clears throat> that's a potential. Um, I should hear back shortly where I don't have to move. It's close by. And then there's others across country, back east, that are potentials. I wondered where you saw me ending up. And if it was going to be good, I want it to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to go, Ed? Um, actually, I'll, I'll start. Um, okay. Michelle, thank you for calling. Um, I know this has been a constant battle for the past couple of years for you. You know, um, I would take yourself out of the um, the project of looking for a job, and when you go to these interviews or when you're talking to them, listen to them. But more, how do you feel? How do you feel other than the nervousness? How do you feel with this person? Because this is where I feel like it is um, losing its its point. You are focused on, okay, this looks good on paper, but you're sensitive. You're sensitive to other people's energy, and that is where you could probably get the worst job and the best people, and you would love it more than you get the best job with the worst people. So focus more on the energy of the people um, because this is where I feel like it has always been a misconnect for you. Yes. Okay? Yes. That's, um, that's very true. Sometimes you have now, a choice. Sometimes you don't, can, though. Can I ask a question? Have you had three of these jobs where you felt you were on an, on the ledge? Have there been three of them? The past three jobs three. that you got that pooped out? Yeah. Or do you think three? Because, yeah. because the reason I'm saying it, honey, is I'm looking at you attempting to walk your career path. Think of a sidewalk of color out in front of you. This particular sidewalk is representing the energy of your career. I read paths a lot for some reason. And I see on your path these three, well, think of them as triangles, and the points are straight up. So what you've done is you had to put your feet sideways so that you could stand on it. You know, like you'd have to turn your shoulders um, perpendicular to your path and, and step up on that ledge. And that's why I said I used the word ledge. So there's three of them. So if you feel that you've lived through those three, the rest of your career path is, is, is flat and won't hurt. I mean, it's, it's like, can you imagine if you took a sidewalk and buckled it up to where it came to a point and you have to stand on that sideways? So, yeah, I don't think you liked it at all. I think it was precarious. That's what I feel like. But it does smooth out after that. Now, um, another thing that I did, it was one of my very last engineering jobs. I had a terrible job. I was, um, um, what do you call it, supervising this production line. And everybody in the production line was small little brown people. And the guy who owned it, I called him a hyper-capitalist. He came from one of the communist countries um, when they – ended communism he was over here and he one time he looked at it he showed me this picture of the yacht on his wall and he said you see i want one bigger than that and get out there and make more money you know so i would go in the canyon and cry during lunch that's how terrible it was so what i started to do is i said forget this i don't care what my title is i don't care really i started to go for walks at lunch and i started to daydream on what i wanted i said okay i don't care what my job title is I'll collect trash. Okay, I want to be out. I want to be able to see outside. I want to um, enjoy the people I work with. Of course, I want enough money for my needs and wants. Of course, I want a good commute because I live in California. And I just and I didn't even paint what the actual job was. I just used a really big brush. So I think that might help you if you enjoy walking. I like to I like to daydream when I walk. I don't know why. Maybe it's the cadence of my body moving. But I just started to daydream. And guess what? After that, I got the best engineering job I ever had, ever, at AT&T Wireless. The first day at work, they said, here's the keys to your SUV, your cell phone, your laptop, your Palm Pilot. That's how long ago it was. Here's your credit card you need to be in Dallas-Fort Worth tomorrow. I was like – what do I do here? Oh, this is great. I didn't even really know what my job was. So maybe that might be a good manifestation way for you is just start to visualize the the energy of your work, not what it really is. Yes. Um, 
And so I'm going to, um, what do you call it, double down? <laughs> <laughs> double dip. <laughs> double dip, yeah. Um, I do feel like you are going to be able to stay in California. I know it's not a priority, um, but uh, just going into the earthly plane, um, I think you will be able to stay in California. And I do feel that um, even this next job is temporary. Um, until you start to do what Lauren suggests, it will probably – because you're going for jobs and on looking things on paper, and you're um, you're avoiding or not listening to the most important part, you, how you feel about certain things, certain situations. Okay, so yeah. um, like you said, take a take a walk and daydream what you really want, um, because what Lauren is doing when he's doing that, it's a, it's called a walking meditation. And it really helps you connect with your higher self. And I think you're trying to find something on, you know, money-wise and earthly plane, but you're not listening to what your higher purpose is when it comes to these jobs. Okay? Thank you. So as in case of Michelle, she's going to get that job for her to get to practice what you she's listening right now in the without the fear of not having a job. So to, yeah. to learn how to manifest that next one while keeping you yeah. safe of your fears. That's perfect. Yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's go to Virginia and bring Andrea to the show. Hi. Hi, Andrea. What can we do for you How's today? it going? Well, I, I have a love, I, I have a love question. I have been kind of communicating with this guy named Brandon for the past month, but the last three or some weeks, he he had to go back to I guess Texas. His grandfather passed away, so I don't know if he's still in Texas. But I haven't really heard from him. Do you still feel like the same energy is there, or or whatever you pick up? Well, I, could I say something first? I, I think you're more upset about this than you let on. Um, when I first looked at you, I noticed that the energy around you, not, and again, it's an environmental energy. It's all conflicted. Um, and when I say environmental energy, oh gosh, what do I mean by that? Well, like the room I'm sitting in right now, I've had my guides shift it so that it makes me, it makes it really easy for me to do this radio show. So I have massaged the environment that my body's sitting in. So for some reason, you're in a red environment. So honey, is this really fussing you more than you just let on? Um, a little bit because we we had this video chat and I've sent him several videos. I know he's watched them, but I don't get one back. But yeah. I did call him and he said that his grandfather did pass away. Uh, this is a couple well, a week and a half ago, but I haven't heard from him since then. So I I don't know. I don't know what to think okay. now. Well, we're going to work on your environment while we listen to Ed's wise words. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Perfect. So you guys. Um, you and Brandon have a very good connection. I, I feel when you guys are together, um, you guys energetically really strongly connect. You guys pull like two magnets. You guys pull together so quickly. Um, you, yes, and we did. That, that's wonderful, but also in this world we have those polarities because you're both losing an aspect of yourselves. You almost become one. You almost do the same things. You like to do the same things. You think the same, and you're constantly thinking about each other. And so when you pull the magnets apart, they become two again. So when you guys are together, you guys become one. And that sounds wonderful, and it is. However, in the long run, we all need our own little identity. And you guys almost, for lack of better words, you guys almost lose your own identity within each other and it feels kind of new um, so that is very natural and normal but also at the same time connecting with Brandon's energy I, I it makes me very nervous he gets very nervous um, he you know this is happening a lot faster than than I think both of you guys even expected and his yeah, natural res- and, and his natural response is OMG. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for this. I don't know if I'm ready for this much so quick. And, and so I, I don't feel like this is a bad thing. I think he's just taking a step back and going, okay, what do I like and what do I want? 
And so don't go into what Lauren says, the red, um, red room. Um, don't go into <laughs> fear. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Don't go, not, not yet. Okay. Don't <laughs> no, go, yeah. Not. Don't go into fear. Um, let him send him love, you know, um, but almost take a step back so he can have his own clarity. Yeah. Does that makes make sense. sense? Yeah, yeah, I I do. I send him like positive thoughts. I'm you know praying for your family and you know and thinking about you and just I mean just all positive stuff. Yeah. So I can't yeah, do because um, death is death is always a, a a big energy factor. You know, it brings up his own you know, mortality, and so it does. He, he's got a lot to think about this week. So I want to say be a little patient with him. For a little bit. Well, he had two deaths in two different weekends. One weekend was a okay. family member, and the next one was his grandfather. So he's had a, he's yeah. so, double the whammy. Yeah, mm-hmm. is this life changing for him? Obviously, not only the deaths, but he's taking a higher perspective of, of his own thoughts. Okay, yeah. now go ahead, Lauren. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Um, so this is what I got. <clears throat> When I see what he's doing right now, he is working this out. You guys spun right back to it about the death. That's what I was picking up, that it has to do with, you know, a lot of things have changed with the with these two passings. And, and I think he feels that things need to reorder themselves in his space. I think that might be the way it feels. Maybe it's confusing mm-hmm. or not feeling tethered or not knowing what he wants or even having desires. So that's what he's doing right now, and he's really wrapped up in it. You are looking at him while he's doing that. Then when I say, okay, well, how's it going to be when you guys meet again in body? He comes up to you, but there's hesitation, and there's things that need to be worked out between you two. And, again, it it may not be he know, like he comes up to you and says, I need to talk to you about our relationship. It may not be like that, but when he comes up to you, I do feel there's distance between you two. Like, like you know, maybe he can't be really close right away. So just kind of know that. And again, I don't think it's personal. These, I don't think it's really about you. Is he's like, who's going to come back to you is going to be a different person. So he may need time to, you know, change you. Yeah, to get you to get close to you again. I guess that might be it. And then I just have one other thing to say, honey. If you have any extra time over Labor Day, maybe rearrange some things in your house. You know, add a fountain, you know, um, put some crystals out or some seashells or something. Maybe just in one little part of your house. Just kind of fluff your nest a bit. Oh, I'm wearing my crystals. I'm wearing my crystals, so I'm good there. (laughs) (laughs) I I do the same thing. Thing when I want to change something in my life or I need to, um, the easiest way to get energy moving again is rearranging stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so. I'm building furniture right after this show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank we you. will be sending you our Andrew. orders, Lauren, for furniture. <laughs> Wait, let me build a website for that one, Claudia. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Thank you for calling. Unfortunately, we we have reached the end of today's show. It went fast and fun and and so much energy and so many colors left to be listened. But remember, um, September uh, September 30th, that's when, uh, no, I'm sorry, September 27th, we will have Psychicium Ed back. And who knows? Maybe you'll have Lauren back next year, next month, somewhere in the future. We will have you back, oh, Lauren. I'm definitely going to start Thank working you. on that already. If anyone is listening, um, you can always contact Dr. Lauren um, via email or on his website. And same with me if you did not get an opportunity to have a reading from us. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for being here. Do enjoy your long weekend. And please keep Florida and all of the people in the South in your prayers. Let's send that hurricane very far away. And hopefully it's not as bad as it looks. Yes, absolutely. So thank you, Lauren, very much for uh, being our special guest, Claudia and I. And hopefully the readers enjoyed you very much. 
Oh, thanks, yeah. Evan, Claudia. I'd be happy to come back anytime. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. You too. Thank you, Claudia. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you. And goodbye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.